Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Who am I? What are we even doing here? I think this is our proper intro. I think it's just you reminding me of what the hell's going on for most <laughs> most weeks. Um, I'm Scott Tilford, joined by Jules Gill. This is the Untitled Banter Podcast, also known as the UPP. 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 Well, we never in people, sync. No, never in sync. Well, you can't do it on Zoom. Well, someday we'll get it in sync. I don't know how. In person, sometime, at some point in the future. Um, but yes, we ask people what their thoughts are every week for different sorts of questions. Send them all in on social media. Um, but because so many people, in a lovely, lovely way, send in so many different things, I thought it was a little bit unfair if we keep asking for new questions. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I went back into the take trough where there's literally hundreds of stuff at this point. Oh, me um, now. And I just thought, I just, I got the, need a name for it, the scoop, the sort of, the banter scoop. And I went in there. <laughs> I feel like it's like it's, it's more detrimental the more things we add to it. First, it's like your opinions <laughs> go into a giant pig slot, like trough thing. No, it's a, it's a, it's a well kept no. container. I know, I know. We're not we're not getting the scoop out. We're just putting our mouths directly at each end of the trough, and we're just drinking. We're supping. We're <laughs> supping from the trough, like Beauty and the Beast. You know when you get like a lovely little ice cream scoop, and you sort of like you roll it, and you get that lovely little curl. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, one of them. Yeah. It's it's a take curl. And so yeah, so I, I went in. You know, we've got plenty. Of lots of, we've got lots and lots of things. And yep. uh, I've sort of selected quite a few things. And I thought we could go through these a little bit faster because there are so many of them. I don't want to rush anybody. Um, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. so it's rapid oh. fire in the morning. So we're doing this yeah. earlier than usual. So you're barely awake and we're choosing to do rapid fire. This, oh, this is a recipe for disaster. I mean, you'll be able to tell based on the question, some stuff will deserve a little bit longer. Um, sure. But there's also some stuff that we can do a bit faster. So first question from Amanda, best Tony Hawk game, go. Oh, geez. Uh, um, I, I would say that the uh, the recent remaster is exceptional because it took mm. everything forward from what made the original couple of games amazing. But if I'm going to say hand on heart, which is my favorite game and say it with me, kids of all time, it has <laughs> got to be Tony Hawk's three. Oh, we split. I think we've talked about this before, but I'm a Tony Hawk's 2 kid just because the soundtrack, I, the first time I played yeah. it. Now, I totally respect your decision. And it's not even one of those things where, but you're wrong. It's just the case <laughs> of like, when you look at the manual being added into that, it opened up the world of possibilities. But mm. take that and add the revert in and you get literally near infinite combos. You're like, not oh. wrong. You're not wrong. And I mean, the thing is like the way that they expanded it in three and obviously they, they brought it. That's the thing. If you play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 remake, then it does mm-hmm. have all the extended mechanics and everything. Which the new I think ones it, are the best, really. Oh, yeah. The the, uh, the remake, adding in the revert and all the extra bits as well, the tweaks that they've done mm-hmm. to it. Like it definitely feels so familiar, like a pair of old socks that like amazing to put <laughs> on. But at the same time, it feels like a new pair of socks as well. Totally mm-hmm. what it should be. This is what they should have had for the tagline. Tony Hawk's remaster. It's like a pair of old new socks. I, oh man, I love it. I love a nice pair of old socks. I will not throw out the ones with the holes in. I just, I know, I know that's probably bad. Probably should. No, because they're comfortable, mate. I mean, if there's a proper, if there's a foot-sized hole, then well, yes. The reason but... that they're comfortable is because you've just got air. It's just air and carpet yeah. that you walk in, like ventilated socks, pal. It's the future. Anyway, next, next, next question. Well, part of the next part of Amanda's question: What's your favorite okay. console? Go. 
Oh my god, what well, PS2. Nice. Like, like, like it's just because it was the most formative experience. Like I know that mm. my first experience with consoles was the uh, the SNES that my dad got and I played on a little bit. Um the PlayStation 1 was again his console, but the mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 was the first console that I bought with my own money. I saved up for absolutely ages. Same and the actually. first game that I got for it was Jack and Daxter, the precursor legacy. Really? I just remember great times with that. And Time oh, Split is yeah. one. Oh. I tell you what, because I, I mentioned my <clears throat> N64 quite a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh my God, I'll edit this out. <coughs> no, 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 keep it in. Keep it in. No, I, want people, I want to, you to choke on how positive oh. your takes are. I'm, I'm very, oh my God, right. The N64, the, I got Pokemon Snap, third time lucky. Did I tell you the, the absolute adventure that I've been on trying to get Pokemon Snap? Is this your German copy? Oh, that's the second one that I got. The first one that I got didn't even work. So I had to go back on CX and be like, lads, can I get another one? Because this one doesn't even work. Then they sent me one, which was, oh, it worked, fired it up. And it just said, Das Pokemon. I was like, well, this isn't <laughs> English at all, is it? I did. I, I could understand what finding Das Pokemon was, which was good. <laughs> and I played it for a little bit and it's lovely. But then I thought, I'm going to have to get another one. So I went to Amazon. I finally got an English one. Pokemon Snap might be the best thing ever made, mate. I'm not going to lie. It's it's brilliant. It's so relaxing, isn't it? Like you just go around and you just kind of like, oh, cool. I'm just taking photos of Pokemon. I don't need to do anything else. This is like a lovely little holiday where I just get to see nice things. I I visualize myself as like Peter Parker in the Sam Raimi movies where I'm just, I'm going up to J. Jonah Jameson, (laughs) just sort of like, well, I've got these, I've got these pictures, Professor Oak. And I just look, I mean, I threw, I I threw an apple off a Charmeleon and he became a Charizard. And I was like, oh. This just imagining J. Jonah Jameson just like, get me pictures of Mankey. <laughs> <laughs> get me pictures of private. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I played the whole thing in one go last night. I unlocked all the areas. I still need to go back and get um, some of the secret Pokemon. I know people <laughs> have been doing this for 20 years. I get it. Um, but but the combination of Pokemon Snap and Goldeneye, which have both arrived in my life across the last oh, Amazing. What have I been doing? What have the, I been on? The weird thing is, though, is that like when you take a step back from what Pokemon Snap actually is, you mm. just kind of like imagine the people at like Nintendo Game Freak just like trying to pitch this. It's like, right, so it's Pokemon, and they're like, love it, love it. And it's not like, <laughs> but it's a bus tour. Yeah, you won't and really. Just, <laughs> and everyone's still like, uh, it's like, but it's still Pokemon. They're like, oh, just sign it, print it, license to print money, mate. Oh, God. I just, if there's something about seeing them just walking around in the wild that I, mm-hmm. like, as a kid, I imagined that. And for me, it was Pokemon Go brought that to life, but Pokemon Snap totally did it 20 years ago. I just didn't have it because I didn't have the N64. Um, but yeah, favorite console for me would also be the P- uh, PlayStation 2. But would I have you- such a soft spot for the 90s consoles, too. Would your uh, German version of Pokemon Snap be Pokemon Schnaps? Very so good. they're all just drunk walking around. <laughs> <laughs> I only played it past the opening bit where it was, yeah, Professor Oak just saying, find and das Pokemon. And I was Amazing. like, well, I, I can absolutely do that, mate. But um, <laughs> after that, lost off. I didn't know what the mechanics were. So I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to get a different version. Um, the final part of Amanda's question was, have either of you had Maryland Blue Crab slash Old Bay? I refer to us. Maryland Old Crab. Maryland Blue Crab or Bl- Old Bay? Do you know what that is, to be honest? So I guess we haven't. No, I've not eaten an ancient we crustacean. Could, that, could a, <laughs> that could be some sort of proposition. I have no idea what I'm... Are you one of those Maryland blue yeah. crabs? I, yeah, I feel like if you, um, if you like, uh, admit to it, everyone just goes, <laughs> <laughs> Maryland blue crab over there, what's he on about? No, oh. I, I, I want to say that if it's a blue crab, it's either going to be... It sounds like beers. Are we in the right ballpark with this? Sure, assumedly. Blue I don't know. crab. Gets you feeling saucy. Let, well, either way, <laughs> either way, we've never had it. I mean, maybe it's from Maryland. Someone will clearly get in touch and let us know about Maryland blue crab. Although this question was from the last few weeks, so if you've been waiting on us, you know the the take on the the Maryland blue crab, then I apologise. We are a few weeks late on that. We, we Amanda, should, um, please let us know. 
we should uh, thank you very much, Amanda. By the way, yes. uh, what we should do is set up a, a PO box so people can send us things to try <laughs> from around the world because we, we're very good with recipes. Clearly, oh, that, we want to experience that, new things. That did not work when we opened it up for carpet samples. That was years ago, back when uh, when King Ross was still here, and he was like, <laughs> "Carpet samples and the hundreds of carpet samples that arrived at the office." No, we're not doing that again. Oh um, my god, that was a time. That was a that was a big old time. You did it with shirts as well, with your collection. oh yeah, with the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, oh, all yeah. different shirts. So yeah, yes. we've. Been so there. We've literally got the t-shirt and we can't do it again. <laughs> Next question from Dr. Ryu Bakura. Um, you guys need to try the sandwich I grew up eating, peanut butter, mayonnaise, and cheese. What's your thoughts? Oh, the, the, right, so peanut butter, yes. Cheese, yes. But this mayo, this uh, sneaking mayo on business. in there, it says there's a knock at the door and you've opened it up and there's your best mate, but he's also brought one of his mates with him and you're not too sure oh, if he he's going to steal that. your yeah. phone charger. You know what I yeah. mean? He's just, yeah. he's the, but he looks like he's a nice guy and he sounds when he's on his own, but he, after a few points, he's a bit of a dick. Like, that guy, your friend leaves and you're just sort of stuck with him, just sort of forcing small talk. And well, I, I have to try and pretend this is all right, but it's really, really not. The absolute crusts of the conversation, you might say, in this, <laughs> me, in this giant metaphor that we're creating. But they're all held together by your nice, like, sort of average but a bit dull mate cheese you know he's, he's just like, he's like all right mate I go with anything he goes um, yeah he goes he goes with anything i'm gonna i'm gonna give that a try you know because i've got some vegan mayo in the fridge i'll give you it a go try for it, mate. i i i don't i don't know i do not know but the, there's a uh, peanut butter i love i was severely disappointed by peanut butter when i had it by itself because my first I i'm sorry with peanut... that's not no, a no, statement just, that you can no. get away with I'll, I'll explain my I fell in love with peanut butter through a through a, a burger filter I had it on a I had a five guys peanut butter burger and I was like well this is this is immaculate list and I'll, <laughs> I really want more peanut butter so I got a jar of peanut butter and then it was just nothing like that it was really like <laughs> your face I'm and it just... was like really dry and lame and I was like oh what, no. what? you are you are really upsetting me right now man like, I have peanut butter on everything I love peanut butter to, to the I want to love it, but it was just really dry. I can't believe it. You just say that the only way to have peanut butter is on a burger. Like, yeah. it's ama an amazing combo. Like, yeah. if you have a um, a peanut butter and caramelized onion burger, that is because it's basically Ooh. PB and J. You know, like we were oh. talking about before with the peanut butter and jelly. Yes, yes, it's amazing. But I can't believe that you were disappointed that your peanut butter was effectively the reason you didn't like it is because it didn't come with meat <laughs> <laughs> well no i didn't i didn't buy a jar of peanut butter expecting meat but i did think it, it would be nice and sweet i thought it would be just as sort of i don't know yeah. like immediately satisfying as it was on the burger and it absolutely was not it was very dry it was very just it was just i was just a bit good i just sort of sat i need there to going, right, oh. i need to send you some uh some uh, good links to the best peanut butters out there okay. the ones like the whole nut ones the real sort of like that's what oil, i need i need yeah, oil I need separation pristine, <laughs> I need pristine peanut butter um but yeah so so yeah, at some point we'll try the sandwich. Not gonna lie, Jules, we've been recording for ten minutes. We've done two questions. So That's we, fine. But this is our we're doing very well. for us. I know. One trying, thing I'm about this question though, the um, is that uh, that peanut butter sandwich with the mayo. It mm. sounds like you'd have to have the ratio of it really spot on because the imbalance. <clears> if you have a. a an entire mouthful that is just mayo and bread. That's like, oh, like a bit too, too much. That's that's then, more like a punishment. Mm, I'm that's gonna give that a try. I'll experiment. Through. I'll go into the uh, the kitchen lab. I did. We've got a what culture towers. Well, yeah, when we get back, I mean, someone the other day uh, tweeted and said we should do an Untitled Banter cookbook, which we absolutely should. Um, mm. And he said, what, when do we do, like, what culture food? And I was just like, you, the, the people do not know the amount of different ideas that get thrown around in the, in the what culture maelstrom. Um, but I'm not going to not say that that hasn't been something that someone yep. somewhere has once said. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. So, yeah, you never know. Um, next question from uh, Laughing Sunbro. Uh, nice. I think regular Mr. Sunbro. Hello. Mm -hmm. I almost got his, uh, I thought it was a different question, but it's not. It's Mr. Right. Laughing Sunbro. 
Do you have any older games you reviewed that you change your opinion on for better or worst? Um, excluding No Man's Sky, which has done a total 180. Now this, I, I included this question near the top because I remember when we reviewed, or I reviewed Assassin's Creed uh, Origins and I mm -hmm. came, me and you did the review and you can, it's- Oh yeah go back to that anyone should go back to that review where we um we did the we used to do reviews in two halves so it was like initial impressions and then the full review later mm -hmm. and the initial impressions for origins before the day one patch were pretty terrible so we did a video which i totally wanted to title we did title it as for the love of god ignore this game because i was like it was yeah. coming after unity yeah. and like yes um syndicate was better but i was like oh my god ubisoft have done it again it sucks Blah. and all that kind of stuff and then I played a bit more of it, day one patch, nicely. That's what the consumers are going to get. So I was like, actually, Jules, it's, it's all right now. It's quite, it's quite good. So um, we did another video called um, Actually Forget That. It's good. We were totally like wrong about yeah. it. We were totally wrong. And uh, in the beginning of that video, is just you like covered in cans because we did like a whole skit thing of you just being like, oh, you do this every time. It's great. So yeah, that would be, I, I changed my mind on Assassin's Creed on a yearly basis. Although I have been quite positive on it uh, for a few months now. Since <sighs> I, I think that for Since me, I, I had a, um, a real sort of weird relationship with Final Fantasy X. Uh, when it first came out, I was like super hot on it. I thought this is like a brilliant game. Like for obviously the first like PS2 outing for the Final Fantasy series, I was so, so hyped for mm -hmm. it. Then I went through a period of intense hatred for it because of the, like, the, the wasted potential of the Blitzball um, minigame. The fact that the story just oh, dropped I love off at the end, like with the whole sort of like aeons, he was a dream, or yeah. he was like a oh, like yeah, that's the like, space whale. Yeah, and then I was just like, <laughs> there's lots of things that I didn't like about it, and now I've come around again. So I've done like a 360 on it, and I'm just like, this was an underrated gem. This is brilliant, <laughs> but only because of the fact that Final Fantasy 13, 13, 2, and Lightning Returns came out and reminded oh. me what an actual decent Final Fantasy game is. I think for the most part, if we're talking like actual recorded reviews, no, I've never gone back and gone, I got that wrong. I've never, I've never done. That. I think if I assess something properly, if we're doing mm -hmm. an actual filmed review where it's like you take the time, you assess it properly. I, so far, as far as I know, I've never gone back on something like that. Um, but but that's an obviously that's a way smaller pool than the amount of games we play. So yeah. there's been stuff that I've reapproached over the years and gone like, oh, I like this more. Like right now, I'm going back through, or I'm going through Dragon Quest XI, um, which I only what a about. game. What oh god, game. well. I love Dragon Quest because it's just so twee and charming and beautiful <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and gorgeous and everything. And right now I was like, I need this lift. So I'm going to go back yeah. to something as charming as that. And just looking at the slimes. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> just, uh, just give me that little, a, a little knight riding a green slime. Um, but that game didn't click with me massively back when it came out. I did about 10, 15 hours and I sort of put it down. And then I've, put, I've gone back to it now. And I think that game does have like a slow build until you get the proper yeah, party. Yeah, definitely. It takes a little while. I mean, I haven't, I haven't even got Jade yet, or the uh, Bam or whatever he's called, the dude that- Oh, like, really? Okay, uh, wow, okay. Um, and so that's the thing. So I'm like, well, I'm going back through it. I love the, the art style and everything. Um, but that will be something where I was like, oh, I kind of wish I played a bit more of that back at the, mm -hmm. at the time. Um, but yeah, in terms of reviews, I think once we've locked them down, we're pretty set. I think at this stage, we know what we're looking for or what to have yeah. quality in that regard. Uh, then again, it does raise the point that we were talking about before with like, because games of live service completely mm. change like after like a month, a year, whatever time frame, the uh, point in time review that we provide sometimes does not reflect the current product. Like um, sometimes patches can make things worse. For example, if mm. we had reviewed uh, the Avengers uh, video game, uh, I think Josh well, I reviewed did. it, didn't he? Oh, you, no, you no, reviewed no. it. Mm. And you were like, okay, this game is bad, but the combat is worth sticking around to play. Mm -hmm. 
now with the recent addition that they've said that the level grinding cap is going to be extruded like uh, so, so much where it's going to take you <laughs> instead of one to two hours to level up, it's going to be like four to five hours. Yeah. The grind sets in. And so therefore your comment about the combat being a reason to stick around doesn't hold as much water because no. of the fact that it's like they've changed what the game is. Luckily in that instance, like I still hint at that stuff and I still talk about yeah. that stuff anyway, because it still wasn't elongated over bloated grind, but obviously mm -hmm. they've tweaked the, the numerics on it to make it even longer. Um, one example would be Mortal Kombat 11. Like I hung a lot of negativity in that review on how horrible the living tower stuff was because it felt oh, yeah. like they were pushing you towards microtransactions to get through those mm -hmm. things. Uh, NetherRealm since apologized. The current version of MK11 is phenomenal. They fixed it. But for me, I think that it should exist as a point in time of when they got it wrong and you should yeah. be able to look at those things and go, and it, it should hold up as evidence as like, don't do this again. Um, otherwise that game would have got five stars. Um, so I think those things are worth uh, pointing Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Next question from Duh, which is a great name. Um, what are some of your favorite modern music artists slash video game collaborations, and who do you think would make an ideal track for a future title? I enjoyed Florence and the Machines' version of Stand By Me for Final Fantasy XV and Jose Gonzalez's Far Away from Red Dead Redemption 1. I cannot believe that this question has come up okay. on this day of all days, <laughs> literally two days after they have just announced that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are getting a brand new game and the theme song is sung by bloody Mike Patton from Faith No More. Is that what that is? You yes. came to me and was like, yes. oh, do you know who Mike Patton is? And I was like, yeah, blah, blah. and we just talked about Mike Patton for a bit. I didn't yeah. realize that was why he was bringing him up. That explains yes. everything. Okay. So he, so he's singing the theme song for it. I don't know if he's doing the actual soundtrack because it goes into chip tune stuff. So I imagine that oh. they Got another uh, artist for that, but okay. the fact that Mike Patton is doing that is singing the Faith the, No More singer, we should say. Ah, oh, it's just it's. I love that sort of thing where I just didn't expect to ever hear him no. sing like on a video game. But apparently, um, I did some digging into it. He did because oh, um, he's he's the narrator. Is he definitely he's doing the music as well? He's if you listen to it, he sings the uh, the theme song oh. for it, and oh. um, he also provided some voiceover or did some voices for the zombies in Left for Dead Two. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Weirdly, if you just go on the thing, he's there as one of the credits. Well, see, I, like, okay. I know him as the voice of the darkness in the darkness. Yes. Like, uh, with a, hey, yeah. Jackie. Like, yeah. I, I, so I always, good. I love how much he can contort his throat. Yeah. Um, he's such a weird fit for TMNT, but I remember, like, yeah, I read a thing that he's a lifelong fan. He put himself forward to be like the narrator yep. and stuff, um, which is really cool. I didn't realize he was doing music alongside. I haven't actually watched much of the trailer yet. I saw it revealed. And then I have a whole thing with 2D side scrolly brawlers where I'm yeah, just like, I, I can know, never line do. up properly. For the love of God, I just want to enjoy it and I can't. Um, and so I, I want them to make 3D ones. Just make a 3D one, like that. Um, like Sifu. Sifu looks amazing. You you basically you videos. basically want uh, the bouncer, but done well. I want Minority Report on PlayStation Two, but oh, just mate, done mate. over 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 uh, skinned and make it a little bit better. But yeah, in terms of music collaborations. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of uh, titles where bands made songs for that game. I would oh. say Ludens by Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, they yeah. Then put it on their EP from last year. And um, that EP is yeah. an absolute banger. Oh my God, it is Kingslayer. So like, dude, I mean, we. Right. Yes. Imagine, imagine just being like a Bring Me the Horizon fan. You've already sort of like gone through the weird sort of tumultuous like uh, start where they were like, you know, ridiculously heavy for the sake of being heavy. Like yeah. they were very much the core of that sort Wretching of like, guts out, yeah. yeah. And then they went through the sort of like uh, experimental thing with like, um, uh, not Vizu, something in a thrice it was called. Um, <laughs> Sempaternal oh, was there. Sempaternal, that was the yeah. And then they've come to this one where it's like electronica meeting this like heavy thing, but he's not screaming as much, but he is sometimes. And then oh, but, baby metal into the mix. And you're just like, what the hell, man? Oh yes. my God. I, I, I mean, Bring Me the Horizon one of my favorite bands. I mean, we yeah. haven't, we, we had a whole thing with What Culture Music. We need to capitalize on this energy. And at some yeah. point, hopefully, maybe we'll do What Culture Metal or something like that. Oh, that'd be so Because um, then we can dive into it. I know Andy, uh, Andy Murray would like to do that stuff too. Yeah. And um, yeah, because Bring Me, like, they've had a hell of a trajectory. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, when they did Ludens, I mean, obviously, I would recommend Bring Me's new stuff. But yeah, they did that song called Ludens for the Death Stranding soundtrack, which was great. Um, and all that and all that new stuff is is this sort of blend of like heavy metal. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my god, my throat. <laughs> you can do it, you can do it, <laughs> you can do it, you can do it. This is me doing a voiceover where I've been talking all day and I try and record at <laughs> half five. Um but yeah, all that new stuff just feels like this great blend of like experimental like metal core and mm-hmm. melodic elements and some death like probably death metal style screams in the kingslayer mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. they're really good they're doing and then they well. just go completely off the absolute radar when they get that final track in with um the evanescence uh lead yeah, singer really, yeah. and, and you're just there like this this is just like so overblown and over the top it. oh i cannot but yeah i will totally recommend to... uh, just very super quickly their yeah, yeah. chill hop album is bizarrely like oh yeah cool as well i didn't i didn't like it initially but um yeah there's some remixes on there that are quite that are quite nice there's uh, two songs that I've thought of that fit the mm. bill for this question. Um, Run the Jewels did a collaboration um, song for the Cyberpunk uh, 20 yes. uh, Cyberpunk Count. game, and that was an absolute banger. Um, but for my banter pick, I'm going for uh, the one that uh, Avenged Sevenfold recorded for the Call of Duty game. Like, oh, like, this um... thing, like right, Avenged Sevenfold. If you're not in the, if you're not in America, I have to break something to any of the fans that are listening to this. <laughs> Avengers Sevenfold, they're a bit of a joke. Like outside, they are a outside of, bit, but they've got good songs. It was called. Like, Car- you mean? Do you mean Carry On from 2018? That's the one. That's the one. What but the thing tune. is, though, is that they they make great songs, like big anthem, <laughs> stadium fillers sort of things. That they are, mm-hmm. but they're just so unbelievably cringy no, very like, cringe, yeah. f- when you look at what they named themselves to legally change your name to M Shadows <laughs> Zaki Vengeance Zach- Sinister Johnny Christ, Gates I think is one of them isn't it oh mate and it's just like the only one that had like a semblance of normality to it was the Rev may he yeah. rest in peace because yeah. he was an absolute ledge really nice guy <laughs> as well but yeah I know I mean I mean, I, I used to adore Avenge obviously everybody had the City of Evil album we'll just, we'll just turn the oh, UVP yeah. into a metal yeah, podcast yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was a whole thing um, but yeah I think they're self-aware with it. Matthew Shadows. I'm, I think he's aware of how I, he's coming I, across with his. I want to. 
I, yeah, I was about to say, I want to say that you're totally right. But then when you look at him with his like big like cop shades on and his like bandana and his little fang teeth that I he puts in. I kind of love it. I kind, I'm kind of there for it. Like, just, just commit to it. Like, because if, if, if it's a spectrum from like Ghost to like um, the guys that did the uh, the Sonic Heroes music. Oh, yeah. Um, then yeah. that's the Crush 40. If that's yeah, the spectrum, yeah, yeah. it's Crush 40 to Ghost. Then like, I'm, uh, events are a little bit closer to the Ghost spectrum. Just fully yeah. embracing it. And um, the last part of Durr's question um, was, why isn't there a Warhammer 40k or Lord of the Rings Battlefront style game. Why? Well, there is a Lord of the Rings Battlefront style game. There was game. called Conquest. Conquest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you should absolutely check that out if you're uh, if you want something in that vein. As for Warhammer, I don't know. It, I have no idea why that's not been an, uh, a concept that's been capitalized mm. on. It makes perfect sense. You play as like a grunt. You could unlock different heroes for your different factions. I. The only thing I can think of is that either um, it would just be lambasted as being a clone <laughs> of like Battlefront and people mm. wouldn't give it a chance or nobody has the resources to pull something like that together. Because when you Maybe. think about it, even if you were to keep with one faction of, say, the Space Marines, there's like 10 major chapters that people would play as. And then you go into all of the different alien races. Then you, there's like, uh, I think there's... A, time of recording there's probably like 12 different armies that you can play as okay. and we'll have different permutations tons of like different characters it would be almost impossible to fit all of them into one game and have it running smoothly mm. and to balance it as well so it seems like the magic <laughs> franchise like there's not been like one specific or oh, you must play this magic game yeah. or because like, the lore yeah. is so big and so so complex and there's so many elements you have to get right and i guess they don't want to have a dev team commit to that yeah uh, i mean it'd be kind of hard <laughs> The closest that you would get to it is playing Warhammer Space Marine and then maybe mm-hmm. playing Warhammer Total uh, Dawn of War, sorry, um, okay. uh, afterwards, which is basically the RTS Command and Conquer style. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Where you get to control like massive amounts of armies and stuff like that. So you want like, oh, I would love like a Valkyria Chronicles style Warhammer game. Yes. Like top down perfect. with like zoom in, get you going with your chainsaw on, run in for a bit, do all that. There is, there is actually like, because um, you like the XCOM games, don't you? Oh, dude, I love XCOM. Um, there's two games that I could suggest. One's called Mordheim, which is set mm-hmm. in the sort of like fantasy world where it's like the turn-based strategy tile thing and you move around with like a little war band that you can completely customize which is quite okay. cool and there's another one called adeptus mechanicus or it might just be called adept or mechanicus uh, where basically you control a squad of cyborg men who completely like, upgrade themselves as they go along okay. so they're like ripping off old alien tech and like attaching it to themselves like like, it's, too. it's very cool very very I'm a cool big fan and uh, next question from tom hunter would you rather have game remakes of all classic games but risk them being pish or full backwards compatibility with no more remakes, but risk losing that nostalgia feeling over time slash continually increasing prices for older games due to scarcity. Oh God, that is a tough question because um, as much as uh, there are a lot of video games out there that I hold aloft as like being utter classics, Mm. yet I know they're not perfect. And given another go around, they potentially could fix some of those problems. Because you just say risk them being pushed. The actual problem is not that the remake would always be worse. It's that they could get it right. So yeah. I think, as I, I personally will just take the originals because that gives mm-hmm. me the nostalgia rush, that gives me the satisfaction in a way that sometimes the, the reduxes don't because I'm just like, oh, this just reminds me of the first time I played it and I'd rather yeah. have polygonal voxel graphics or whatever, but that's just me. So like, but if they could fix something like the camera controls in something, like yeah. if, if they'd given Mario 64 full actual camera controls in the 35th anniversary, it would be one of the, I mean, it is one of the best games of all time, but it'd be even more the best game of all time. What do you mean? You, they, don't enjoy, you don't enjoy the whoop? <laughs> you don't enjoy moving a camera in segments like what the uh-huh. hell are you thinking uh-huh. nintendo nigel tendo i don't like yeah. it yeah i think that um like i think i would take the gamble because i'd always mm. know that i have the original and i have the consoles to play them on if i want to go back and play them exactly as they were intended mm-hmm. um 
I mean, yes, you could end up with a 13 remake, which was utterly <laughs> terrible, but you might end up with something completely fresh and new, like the Final Fantasy VII remake, because yeah. that that game, it, like, yes, it is completely different in some mm -hmm. places to the original game. It is arguably such a great game that it deserves to be held. The Seven in, remake like, is like, yeah, what a it's so weird to describe weird, it. Fascinating thing, just like for me, it squanders like some of the best plot points. But then you have this immaculate combat model, and it's still totally recommendable. And people who play that instead of the original still love Final Fantasy Seven mm -hmm. Ephemera. So I'm like, okay, you still kind of get it. So I guess it has done its job. Um, it's a thing. We should end on a question sure, from sure. On It. Uh, tried and failed to get a PlayStation 5 again today from games, so I was wondering if you guys would discuss where the fault lies for the lack of availability. Is it Sony, the retail outlet selling it, the scalpers, or the people buying from the scalpers and going from there? Oh, it's it's a really tough kind one. Kind of everything. <laughs> um, I would say that the uh, if you were to use the term of whose fault is it, then mm. it always comes down to the supplier. Like at the end of the day, if you are creating a false sense of scarcity uh, to drive up the price and demand for your product, then you are to blame for scalpers and for other um, stuff that happens down the line. It starts at the source and Sony made a clear conscious decision. They are a giant of a, uh, of a corporation there was no way that they uh, couldn't manufacture enough. Mm -hmm. Yes, there were some times that there were scarce resources. I completely understand that as with the PS3, but these were problems that should have been recognized far earlier and should yeah. not have like fallen onto the consumer well, to, uh, to, to pay for it. Yeah, and there's also like, as the months go on and the, the lack of exclusives becomes even more apparent, like, you know, mm. they didn't need to launch in 2020. No, like, you not know, at all. It's not like the, I mean, the PlayStation 5's launch was great. I enjoy mine. It's fun enough. Like, you know, Astro Bot and Spider-Man and everything else and Demon Souls, but you could have delayed it. You could have waited. You could have oh, totally. had the stock. You know that the demand is sky high. You didn't need those unit sales initially. Well, one of my friends did actually uh, bite the bullet and bought one from a scalper, which I, okay. I, I said I said to him, like, just don't do it. Just wait. Like, no new games are coming out that justify you doing it. And he was like, yeah. no, I just I just want it. I just mm -hmm. That's it. It's this want. I always have that, that feeling. That, over, that overwhelmed his, like, <laughs> sort of rationale. Mm -hmm. And yet I said to him, I was talking to James Dowles this morning, mm -hmm. who said that he's just bought one. And he showed me how much he paid for it versus oh, what my friend paid for it. And the, right. the difference between them, you could have almost bought the console again. Right. So right. I was like... Um, and what experience is James having that is different to my friend that bought it? Absolutely none, because the games released since he bought it versus when James Dowes has bought it are nil. So he has basically bought in early for nothing. Oh yeah, I think it's it's such a strange psychological thing to like break down that sort of. It is that feeling of like needing something, of wanting something. It's this like it's the, it's the thing you what you've been looking forward to yeah. for so long. I mean, I I very rarely give in to. I haven't ever given it to scalpers. I did did it once where I went to getmein.com to get myself Metallica tickets because they'd sell nice. out, um, and I spent like a hundred pound getting something that should have been thirty. But yeah. other than that, I've never gone. I've never done that. I've never. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, did it with The Witcher Three. Spent oh. like. Three pounds to get the collector's edition because it had sold out and um, so a couple times but i guess not from scalpers i guess they're from like more registered websites that are doing it even though it is the same practice but that psychological need that sort of like insane like unquantifiable feeling I, I guess I understand that, but I think that like, yeah, in terms of like, cause there's the way to obviously try and get that under control and just rationalize with yourself that the actual thing you're buying into is not worth it right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I can say from someone on the other side with, with both next gen consoles, you're not missing out on anything. Like yeah. there's nothing happening. Like the industry is asleep for the most part. So it's like, you know, there's that side of it too. But like you said, it's, it's the supply. 
Like, what know. I find really strange, though, is that the exclusives that they have brought out, like they championed um, Demon's Souls as being the <laughs> thing to play on the PS5. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you look at the sales for that, they've been astronomically low. And that oh, really? really is, yeah, it's, um, they, there's quite a few um, uh, videos out there and reports that suggest that they're at, like, from software and Sony are actually a bit dismayed at how little right. people are playing Demon's Souls online. And mm-hmm. it's because of the fact that they've got a closed market for the longest time because people couldn't get their hands on it. The game, uh, was the only reason at that point to buy it, if we're being brutally honest, um, uh, outside of Astro's Playroom, which comes bundled with it, doesn't Astro it? Astro comes with it, yeah. Spidey's then, cross, Jen. Yeah, exactly. So it was like one of those things where that's the only reason to play it, and yet nobody's playing it. And it's like, £70, uh, it's, I think. It was the first thing that yeah. launched with their premium price point. So a lot of people were like, I don't even, you know, it's, it's plus it is a reskin of a 2009 game. Mm-hmm, like, you know, you can mm-hmm. point to some of the, uh, you know, the most solid net code or whatever, but it is, it plays frame by frame exactly the same as 2019. Yeah. Like there's side by side stuff proving that too. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the whole um, situation with this, I, sh- I saw Biden saying that he's stepping in on the American side to and, like see what the hell's going on with their uh, right. and, you know, console manufacturer side of things. But yeah, I mean, it, it just seems like a lot of it is a knock on effect of 2020. So maybe by the end of this year, there'll be exclusives and consoles. Fingers crossed, because I think that the um, the PS5 desperately needs to establish its platform. Like mm. it's got already got its hooks into the diehard fans, which have obviously paid to play very little. But mm-hmm. it needs to now start a, a moving uh, outwards globally to attract people in to make the jump from the PS4. Because mm-hmm. at this point, there's not that much incentive. That's another thing as well, just to round it out, is that Sony themselves seem to be acknowledging that they also know that they can't deliver on the PlayStation 5 promise as much as they potentially could in the marketing mm-hmm. side of it, because everything has become cross-gen um mm-hmm. you know and god of war seems like it's been delayed um ratchet and clank is one of the only upcoming exclusives that's only on playstation 5 but horizon is going to be on ps4 it's like they're almost saying hey don't worry you don't need to worry about this yeah. don't give in to paying a thousand dollars a thousand pounds to get this thing um because you'll be satiated if you just have a playstation 4 um so yeah so yes thanks to every single person for sending in their questions this has been the untitled banter podcast my voice continues to disappear <laughs> but i am scott Taylor, joined by jules gill thank you very much for having me mate We'll catch you guys all next week. Thank you very much and bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.